Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory forever. The first Sunday of the Great Fast commemorates the Sunday of Orthodoxy, or the Triumph of Icons, which refers to the defeat of iconoclasm by the Seventh Ecumenical Council. But why do we celebrate this event on the first Sunday of the Great Fast? Well, there, I believe, are two reasons for this. And the first one being historical in nature. Because you see, it was on February 19th of the year of our Lord, 842, that the persecution of icons was brought to an end. And that date was the first Sunday of the Great Fast that year. And it was a year later, also on the first Sunday of the Great Fast, March 11th of 843, that this event began to be celebrated in Constantinople by great processions, triumphal processions of icons within the city. So that is one of the reasons why we celebrate this event today. But I believe there is another reason for this celebration. Because the Sunday of Orthodoxy fits very well into our theming of the Great Fast. And so it fits well into this first Sunday. And that's because of what the affirmation of the use of icons means. You see, the triumph of orthodoxy and the end of iconoclasm was brought about by the proclamation of the Seventh Ecumenical Council, which was the Second Council of Nicaea, held in 787. And the Seventh Ecumenical Council here was not just dealing with a question about what was appropriate art to put into a church building. But like the six other ecumenical councils that came before it, the seventh was dealing with, it was grappling with who Christ was. And so like the other six, the seventh ecumenical council was defeating Christological heresies. Now the other six councils dealt with Christological heresies like Arianism, Apollinarianism, Nestorianism, Monophysitism, but because the Seventh Ecumenical Council was dealing with if we could depict Jesus Christ as an image, this required having a clear understanding of who Jesus Christ was. So in this sense, the Seventh is the capstone of the Seven Ecumenical Councils because they had already defined that Christ was of one essence with the Father, that Christ had two natures, that he had two wills, and was one person. The veneration of icons was originally banned by the emperor because he believed icons misrepresented who Christ was. And therefore, the most important truth shown by Christ being in an icon is that he indeed took on our human nature. Before the Incarnation, we could not depict a person in iconography whom we had never seen. So the Seventh Ecumenical Council came to clarify the problems surrounding worshiping images. And the problem was not in having these images in church, in worshiping the person portrayed in them, but rather, the problem was in worshiping something false. And the images of Christ are true images because of his incarnation 
and because he had a human nature and became man. The council also clarified that it is not the image we worship, but rather our worship passes through the image to the one who is depicted. Our prayer does not stop at pigment and wood, but rather passes through to Christ. So why again is this so appropriate for the first Sunday of the fast? Well, to begin with, it reminds us that we should not be worshiping false idols. You cannot find God in false idols. Aspects of God's creation will tell you things about their creator, but do not confuse them for actually being God. God is not nature. God is not the material things he created. If you've been listening to the homilies given in this church over the last week or so, you'll see a common theme has been forming. That in this time of the great fast, in this beginning of the fast, we are working on building our relationship with God. And so the Sunday of Orthodoxy is reminding us that the God we are building that relationship with is the only true God. And that we are not to follow some heretical misunderstanding or composition of Christ, which is more palatable for us to believe in, something easier to believe in. And to these last two points, the God that we worship and the God that you worship is the person you become. If you worship false idols, well, then you become false. If you worship money, you'll become avaricious. If you worship sexuality, you'll become lustful. And if you worship food, you become gluttonous. Similarly, if you follow te teachings about Christ that are heretical, you will not form true virtues within yourself. What we believe is what we worship. What we worship is what we become. And so we use icons in our worship and are therefore to become living icons in our own world. As we live out the universal Christian vocation to become like Christ. Now we cannot become God, but we can grow in the likeness of Christ through participation in the divine energies, which is only made possible because God did become man. So the icons we hold in procession to commemorate the restoration of icons in our worship are what we are to become. And knowing what we are to become, let us embrace with joy the work this week of the fast. And as St. Paul says, let us persevere in running that race. Glory to Jesus Christ.